0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So I want to use today to talk about one of the most unlikely perfect games ever. It happened relatively recently. And it's one that some of you may have seen. It was Philip Umber's Philip Humber, I don't know how you pronounce his last name. Philip Humber's perfect game for the White Sox in 2012 against the Seattle Mariners. And there are a lot of reasons why this thing was really unlikely. Well, first of all, is because some of you may be wondering who the heck is Philip Humber. And if you look back at it. His perfect game was really kind of a one-hit wonder as far as, you know, outstanding pitching <laughs> pitching performances go for him in his career. I mean, this is a guy who didn't really put together a noteworthy big league career. He was very pedestrian. I mean, a career five, three, one ERA. I mean, he pitched parts of eight seasons in the big leagues, but was never really anything more than just a middle of the road. Rotation guy to fill in a spot. But on this day, April 21st, 2012. So today's the eighth anniversary of it, he threw a perfect game and he was immortalizing baseball history. And it's even it's even more crazy when you realize how this game ended that you could argue that it shouldn't have even been a perfect game. Because this game ended on strikeout of Brendan Ryan. So it was a three-two count, actually, full count. And Philip Humber throws a slider down and away. that's like way out of the zone, like pretty much in the dirt. Brendan Ryan appears to check his swing, and the ball actually gets away from the catcher, A.J. Pruszynski, and it goes all the way to the backstop. If Brendan Ryan had just decided to run to first base, he would have been safe, and probably, you know, he probably would have been safe, and this wouldn't have been a perfect game. But instead, he decided to argue with the home plate umpire, <laughs> and then A.J. Pruszynski ran back there and got the ball and threw Brendan Ryan out to complete the perfect game. So if you have a chance to go watch that video, it's actually pretty crazy, because, like, dude, you literally could have broken up the perfecto if you just ran first base. And there wasn't really any replay. There wasn't any replay of a side angle of Brendan Ryan doing the check swing, but many people who were in the ballpark and, you know, who were close close to the, you know, at bat said that, the call was wrong. And honestly, looking at the video, even from the center field camera, it looks like he did check his swing, but nonetheless, you know, the umpire gave Humber the benefit of the doubt and he was granted the perfect game. So, I mean, yeah, Philip Humber, I mean, he came out of rice university in Texas. He was a top prospect and, you know, he became a journeyman after, you know, not, you know, not becoming an impact player. They thought he would be, he was, he was a first round pick actually, Number three overall pick in 2004 out of Rice. But, you know, that 2004, like I said, that's eight years before this was even throws. So he, he was 29 when he threw this perfect game. But you would think generally in order to throw a perfect game, you have to be a great pitcher. And usually that's true. If you look at the list of perfect game pitchers, it's mostly Hall of Famers, Cy Young Award winners and multi-year All-Stars. But then there's also Philip Humber. I mean... So how could this happen, right? You're talking about a guy who was making his 30th MLB start when he took the mound that Saturday at Safeco Field. But two hours and 17 minutes later, he had treated the fans to the 21st perfect game ever thrown and the third by the White Sox. So it started it started pretty innocuously. I mean, it started with a Sean Figgins rolling over a hanging breaking ball and then Humber chugging over to cover the, the out of first base. Then he struck out the side in the second. He also struck out Ichiro, and his slider was just on point that day. His slider was absolutely unhittable. You know, he had that that uh, up down slider, that that uh, vertical movement on his slider it was really good. And all of a sudden, before you knew it, it was just like shortly over two hours later, this dude threw a perfect game. So, did Humber throw the unlikeliest perfecto in MLB history? Well, if you look at the list of perfect games, we can find out. So. Like I said, it's mostly Hall of Famers, All-Stars, and things like that. I mean, there are four pitchers who were never All-Stars, never ERA champions, and were never uh, Cy Young contenders. Four of them, they are Charlie Robertson, Don Larson, Dallas Braden, and Philip Humber. Those are the four pitchers who've thrown a no-hitter who are who not notable pitchers whatsoever. Charlie Robertson and Dallas Braden, at least, they threw the perfect games during good years. I mean, Charlie Robertson did his in 1922. He was pitching for his first full big season, big league season with the White Sox. He had a 3.64 ERA that year in 272 innings and a 111 ERA plus. So that means 11% better than the league average pitcher. Dallas Braden did his in 2010. Remember that one? Very clearly, a lot of people remember that one on Mother's Day. He had a 3.50 ERA in 192 and two thirds innings pitched. And he had a 117 ERA plus, so 17% above league average. Don Larson, I mean, he did his actually in the World Series. So he's the only pitcher ever throw a perfect game in postseason history. But that might be the most famous perfecto because he did his in the World Series. But he actually probably had the best season of his career that year. Uh, in 1956, before the perfect game happened in the World Series, he had a 3.26 ERA in 179 two-thirds innings and a 1.19 ERA plus. So that leaves us with Philip Humber. Uh, you know, this dude had bounced around. Like I said, he was part of a trade package that actually got the Mets. Johan Santana. He bounced around from the Twins to the Royals to the A's to the White Sox, and then in 2012, the year he threw a perfect game, he actually ended the season with a 6.44 ERA. In 102 innings. His ERA plus was 66. So that puts him at 34% worse than a league average pitcher. I mean, he was in the bullpen by August and he was on waivers by November. By the following September, he had already played his last major league game. If you want to look at it another way, Philip Humber's career ERA plus was 81. That's easily the lowest of any pitcher to ever throw a perfect game. I mean, remember, the league average is 100, and yeah, the the lowest ERA plus for a career to ever throw a perfect game, that belongs to Philip Humber 81. That's just, yeah, so that kind of goes to show that I think it's safe to say Philip Humber was as unlikely as any pitcher who's ever thrown a perfect game, but he'll always have his place in MLB history. He'll be in the history books forever, thanks to that day eight years ago today in Seattle when no pitch in the world was better than him on that one day. So there's a little throwback for you guys. It's going to be a short one today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.